is clear now, uh, this day and age, that the uh, NFL has to do more to combat the concussions and the head injuries that have uh, been going on for years now that uh, players have come out and told some of their stories and shared uh, their injuries and certainly, uh, in some cases, committed suicide. Yeah. Uh, Ben Utech used to play for the uh, Colts, and he has written a new book called Counting the Days While My Mind Slips Away, a love letter to my family, and he joins us on the show right now. Ben, how are you, sir? Doing good, guys. Thanks for having me on. I got to tell you, Ben, just the title of the book is depressing to me. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know it's uh, it's got you know when I we were trying to figure out what it, what would be the title. It was um it was one of those situations where we wanted to use something that uh, that had a special meaning, and the the title actually is the first line of the song that I that I wrote for my wife and daughters a few years ago called "You Will Always Be My Girls," and the first line is "I'm in here counting the days." Oh. Well, my mind is slipping away, and it's you know it's it. Obviously, that song uh, and that title, you know, really comes out of you know fear of the future and that that ominous question mark of of what's to come. Um, having already you know faced some memory gaps uh, in my life. Now, now, what is the what do they say uh, as far as your your diagnosis? What well, you're like? I've talked to a lot of players who have memory gaps, like you do. But they seem to be mm-hmm. fine now, uh, and you know, over time, who knows mm-hmm. what's going to happen. But what what's the situation for you? Well, I, I fit into that category. I mean, there's there's you know, I, when I left the game, there were definitely some noticeable differences in my cognitive abilities um, and struggles with short and long term memory. You know, some significant gaps that uh, began to kind of uh, reveal themselves. Um, at the same time, there was a lot of healing that occurred and. and you know, um, and really doing well today after all the cognitive brain training that I've been doing this last year. What was what's the earliest uh, that you can recall the earliest gap in memory? And I I didn't really know how bad this was a couple of years ago. Dave Moore, who was a tight end here for the Buccaneers and who now is in the announcer booth, mm-hmm. he would talk about um, there were times where he left the stadium and had to ask which way to head to his house. And uh, and Mike mm-hmm. Allstott had to be told what the play meant because not because he couldn't remember the play, but he just couldn't couldn't remember anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, that was amazing to me because you don't realize yeah. as a non-player how bad that is. What's the earliest you can recall? Well, you know, I think uh, it, it it be it became a concern for my wife and I after my fourth concussion, which. Um, resulted in amnesia where you know um pretty much that whole game doesn't exist um wow me but yet i can watch i can watch myself on on film you know after they hit my body goes limp and then i finally regain consciousness and i come back and i'm i'm high-fiving teammates and i sprint off to the sidelines and and it's just completely gone and i think it was after that concussion um that we began to kind of realize wow the, the the brain injuries are are a different are a different injury and and something that we need to um something that we need to you know put some thought into do you do you blame the nfl like uh the the collective lawsuits against the nfl now the wwe uh has some some uh people suing them uh, you know you said you've been through four concussions you know after after one or two that they're that's that's a pretty serious injury 
and uh, and then you went ahead and got two more. Where do you stand as far as the people suing the NFL for that kind of stuff? Well, excuse me. You know, um, obviously, I've been an outspoken advocate for this issue, and and um, you know, I do believe that uh, we just weren't given the information that we that we needed, um, not even G seven years ago. But obviously, today is totally different, and and the players are receiving a lot of information, and they've made a lot of great changes uh, to the game that I wish would have been there uh, in the past. Sure. Um, you know, but at the same time, I, I do my best, you know, to look back in my career and, and not not live in regret or bitterness because, you know, the game gave me so much. And the book is really, it's not an anti-football book. I think you'll discover it's its a pro-brain, pro-game book. I mean, it's, if anything, it's a message trying to find the right balance between making the brain priority number one and at the same time taking care of our players, giving them the full assumption of risk so that we can continue to, you know, celebrate the game that we love to watch. You, I see on the cover of the book, you have four, is, uh, you have four daughters, all four of them females? Yes. So you don't have to deal with a son coming to you and saying, Dad, I'd like to play football. Yeah, you know, I've thought a lot about that as well. At the same time, you know, uh, we've got soccer, uh, obviously, I'm in the state of hockey here in Minnesota, lacrosse, rugby. There's a lot of contact sports op- options for for girls as well. And so, you know, the question still remains. And, you know, for me as a parent, and I can only answer it as a parent, um, you know, my where I will be conservative is, is, you know, what is the entrance age into contact sports? And... Um, with what I know from my neurologist friends about a child's brain development being in those foundational stages from ages two to twelve, for me personally, it, it would it would be not allowing them to enter into contact sports until until around that year twelve. Yeah, because they even say now that uh, they're talking about uh, taking away the uh, headers from soccer because of the impact on the brain. Sure, I I, I, yeah, have a... I think that that. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say I have a son, and I'm, I'm I, he's only ten now. But I don't want. I'm dreading the day where he comes and says, "Hey, I want to play football." Because you don't want to say no, but you know you you don't want him that. You don't want to have to deal with that. <laughs> well, that's where we you know that's where we need to just kind of have a shift in in our culture because if if um, if, if parents place the brain as priority number one, obviously they're going to make. Uh, it's going to change how they make you know, decisions for their kids. Uh, at, you know, at the same time, it's also going to educate them. And, you know, everybody, you know, parents will know what a concussion is. They'll know what to do if one happens, and they'll know that they need to build a relationship with a with a neurologist, a brain expert, so that if if it happens to their child, they they can take them to the right person. And so I think, you know, when all of those are in place, I I think that parents um, at the right time can still consider. You know, letting their children play. When you, when you, uh, we're talking to Ben Utek. Ben, uh, played, uh, football in the NFL. He's written a book now called Counting the Days While My Mind Slips Away. And it's about, uh, his four concussions and the, re- the result of that and dealing with that now as he gets older and with his family. Um, when you, when you look, did you deal with, uh, a depression as a result of the head injuries as well? Yeah, that's one of the things I, I write about. You know, I've, I've really thought that, um, uh, in my life, um, 
And I think a lot of that has come to, you know, just growing up in a faith environment. My dad was a pastor and just kind of grew up in that environment. And obviously that was cultivated in, in, in um, Indianapolis under, under Coach Dungy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I write about it. I'm pretty vulnerable in, the, in this book about, um, you know, there being times where uh, it was just hard to get out of bed. Yeah. You know, and you just lie there and look out the window and kind of feel no sense of purpose. And, and, and looking back on that, I just wonder, I just have to ask myself, like, why, why would I do that? You know, um, because it's clear that I, that I have a perfect purpose. It's clear that, that I have value, but for some reason it, it was, it was just difficult. Um, so when, when you hear about Junior Seau, can you relate to that? Do you understand maybe uh, possibly what he was going through and why he chose to kill himself and uh, and, and draw attention to, you know, what what trauma he must have gone through? Well, I, I could never say that I understand, um, you know, what what a person must be, what torment they must be going through to, to get to that point. Yeah. Um, but as I left the NFL, that, that was at a time when all of those tragedies were occurring. And so for me at 2930, um, choosing to, you know, have to walk away because of, you know, some of the memory issues that I had begun to, you know, experience, that's, that's what raised a lot of the question marks. I mean, you can, I'm just, I'm seeing all this stuff happen and reading about Mike Webster and, and, and so I'm thinking, gosh, you know, what, you know, what is, what does 20 years from now look like for me? Yeah. And that, that, that concern is really where, um, the advocacy came out of and, you know, the, the letter to my family, which turned into the song and now the book has just kind of been my opportunity to, you know, to write a story that will last. And, um, it's, it's over our, you know, the purpose of the book is really just designed to emotionally connect people to how important their memories are, which will then make every moment more valuable. Sure, sure, absolutely. The, the book is called Counting the Days While My Mind Slips Away. Uh, depressing to even think about, but uh, brave for you to write the book and, and tell the story. Certainly, uh, there's there's a lot of people who, even if it's not so much through concussions or whether it's uh, Alzheimer's or whatever, who who uh, dealt with the family member who was like that can relate to this. And so uh, we appreciate you coming on the show and telling everybody about it. You can go to benutech.com to get more information. I see they also have, uh, 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 you know, there's a bunch of other program information on there as well. And I have to tell you, uh, still, how old are you now? Uh, 35. Yeah, you still you still got a future as a model. You're a handsome gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm looking at this picture on the website, and I was like, Jesus! If I was this good looking, I would never be a football player. I want anybody to touch my face yeah, at all. Right? Uh, ben, <laughs> good luck with the book, buddy. I appreciate you being on the show. Thanks, guys. All right, pal. Take it easy. You see him? He's yeah, super handsome. I'd be like, don't touch my face. And he's like two. He's like six six, two forty. Yeah, he had no problem in college. I guarantee no. that. How how sad that is. I mean, good for him that he clearly. Uh, becoming an advocate and a speaker and writing the book, he's clearly uh, got a hold on it and trying to prevent any further uh, memory loss. But I'm sure that there are a lot of players that maybe didn't have the uh, the resources or the background that he did right. and wouldn't know what to do and they're just watching their lives and their memories slip away. And he's got four young uh, daughters. And uh, and that's, to me, that's the worst tor- torture, to be disconnected from your children. Would you like to hear his song? 
No. Do you think it's going to be very sad? I mean, it, not only is it going to be sad, but if it's not good, am I going to make fun of it? Oh. Oh, if I don't want to hear anymore right now. Oh, man. It's a Is lady he, walking into a hospital. Does he Is sing? He sing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I'm in here counting the days. Oh, man. He must have got laid so much in college. Well, mama. Oops, sorry. Slipping away. I'll hold on. Oh, he looks like Luke Bryan. As long as I can to you. Holding his hand, he's yeah. in the hospital bed. I may not remember your name. Well, the smell of the cool summer rain. He's got his white t-shirt on, his pectoral muscles sticking out. Has changed. Nothing has changed. And I will remember your smile. Oh, I can't uh, can sing. Yeah. I don't want to be depressed. Yeah, why would he be a football player? He should have been a singer and a supermodel. Good for yeah. him. All right, Ben Utecht. It's uh, U-T-E-C-H-T uh, dot com. Get the information there, and you can check out the book, Counting the Days While My Mind Slips Away. The cover of the book is so sad. It's it's a uh, silhouette of him holding his three daughters' hands who are then connected to his wife who is holding the other baby. And his silhouette is like fading away oh. as the other ones are really dark. Come on. Yeah.